Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley, a beloved teacher of The Course, who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hey there, so happy to be with you once again to transcend time and space and bring ourselves together in consciousness for the purpose of awakening. Thank you for joining me. So let's begin as we always do with a prayer of the heart. We place our hand on our heart to remind ourselves that we are willing to open ourselves and be wholehearted. We're wholeheartedly here for God. Yes, let there be peace on earth, and it must begin with us, so we're, we're all in for the peace. Taking this breath of love and gratitude together, we open ourselves to an awareness of the unlimited, the unprecedented, the life of God. We're grateful and thankful to open ourselves to an awareness of healing and wholeness and freedom and joy. We're grateful to surrender all blocks to love. We're opening ourselves, releasing all grievances, all thoughts of lack and attack, limitation and separation. We place them on the holy altar fire of divine love and we open ourselves to accept and to allow this healing that we are now calling forth. We're grateful to share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them. We're grateful to let it be. And so it is. Amen, amen, amen. (sighs) Yeah, so in case you don't know, I'm Jennifer Hadley. And our topic this week is how to maximize your time with A Course in Miracles. Time is one of the themes of A Course in Miracles. And it is constantly, A Course in Miracles is constantly telling us, Jesus is constantly telling us, the Master Teacher is constantly telling us how we can save time. It's through spiritual practice. And spiritual practice saves time. So you think of all the times that you labor in the world in vain, <laughs> trying to save time, trying to use your time effectively, when the most effective use of your time, which will eliminate all problems and perceptions of problems, because remember there's only one problem that we perceive as all problems, and that's that we think we're separate from God. So if every problem that we think we have in this world is can be boiled down to a belief in separation, wouldn't it make sense, just like a kindergartner would figure this out, that if you'd like to eliminate all your problems, focus your full attention on healing the belief in separation. But very, very few spiritual students that I know place their focus and attention there. So we're going to place our attention there today and see what we can learn to maximize our use of time, maximize our healing. So in the Manual for Teachers, which if you have been listening to this radio show for a while, then you know I love me some Manual for Teachers. I do. I love the Manual for Teachers. And people ask me, I just got A Course in Miracles, where can I begin to be effective 
Jennifer, and I say start with the Manual for Teachers because it's very concise, condensed, and it will help you to get a clear overview of A Course in Miracles. I also highly recommend that everybody read uh, Gary Renard's beautiful book, Disappearance of the Universe, as a complement to A Course in Miracles and an easier way to understand A Course in Miracles. And for me, there's no substitute for working those lessons backwards and forwards, forwards and backwards, day after day after day. And uh, as it's been said many times, A Course in Miracles is a holographic teaching, so if you understand any part of it, you understand all of it. But, of course, in truth, not only is that true for A Course in Miracles, it's true for life. So if you understand God in any part of your life, you will understand it everywhere because we're in a holographic universe. It's a holographic teaching about a holographic universe. <laughs> so good news, we got if we're interested in understanding it and healing our misperceptions, then we can only be successful because the prayer of the heart will be answered fully and completely. Those who hunger and thirst after righteousness will surely be fed, and we are those. So let us sit at the banquet table with A Course of Miracles. All right, so in the Manual for Teachers, Chapter 16, how should the teacher of God spend his day? Right, so we've got eh, a little more than three pages here to help us get clear about how best to spend our day. And I, I, if I were naming this chapter, I would call it, How Can the Teacher of God Invest His Day for the Greatest Benefit? So that's, that's really the theme here in our program this week. It begins with, to the advanced teacher of God, this question is meaningless. So to the advanced student, This question of how should you spend your day is meaningless. It says, there is no program for the lessons change each day. So it's about being in the flow of love, knowing that everything is working for you and nothing is against you. It says, the teacher of God is sure of but one thing. That's the only thing that we're sure of, and that is, That these days, our days, do not change at random. Seeing this and understanding that it is true, we rest content. We will be told all that our role should be this day and every day. And those who share that role with us will find us so they can learn the lessons for the day with us, together. You see, it's all gently planned, as it says in Lesson 135, Paragraph 18. It's all gently planned by one whose only interest is our good. Now, it also says in Manual for Teachers, Chapter 4, in the Development of Trust section, which everybody who listens to this broadcast broadcast knows that that is one of my all-time favorite and most valuable sections. The development of trust is about not quite two pages, chapter four, manual for teachers. And it says in here, in paragraph four, it takes great learning to understand that all things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. All things, events, encounters, and circumstances are helpful. Everything. That means bankruptcy. Murder, poverty, everything that we would label as being bad or wrong. It shouldn't have happened. It didn't need to have happened. It's still helpful to us. So let us move out of judgment and into receiving the help that the circumstances, situations, events, relationships, etc. of our life are there to provide us with. 
So we're going to be told, if we're in a partnership with the higher Holy Spirit self each day, and that's my baseline recommendation, that every day before you even get out of bed, that you move into gratitude, you partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self, say, I am that I am that I am. I am that I am. And I am putting the I am in charge. The Holy Spirit is in charge of my life, in charge of my day. Earlier today in my spiritual practice, I was sitting here singing uh, that song that I sang at Agape for so many years. 20 years I've been a part of that community now. 20 years. And I was in the choir. I was a member of the choir for 11 years. I've uh, been a minister in that community since 2006, a practitioner since 2000. And uh, so I very well know that song, Use Me. And you may know it as well. You may sing it in your church community. Use me, O oh God. Yes, I stand for you. And here I'll abide. And it says... Uh, That we're turning over our life. I let the Spirit run my life. That's the I release and I let go. Actually, that's the song I was singing earlier. I release and I let go. I let the Spirit run my life. And my heart is open wide. Yes, I'm only here for God. So... Not that I'm a great vocalist, but I I managed to get it done if I need to. And uh, yeah, so I was singing that song to God uh, this morning. Uh, And it's a great way to start your day, that song, I Release and I Let Go. Also the Use Me song. So we, we wake up in the morning and we say, Use me, God. Use me to bring the light of love into this world. Let me bring my life, my heart, my mind, all my worries and concern, and place them on the holy altar fire of divine love. Allow me to remember the truth that sets me free. Let me share the benefits with everyone because I'm one with them. Help me to move through this day being a beneficial and loving presence, teaching only love, for that is what I am. So if we turn our day over, as it as we're recommended to do in A Course in Miracles, it says to us early on, say to the Holy Spirit, to the higher self, the I am presence, you decide for me. We're, we're all about remembering I am that I am. So we are the higher Holy Spirit self. And if we would like to experience that wisdom, that greatness, that understanding, that clarity, that healing, then let us begin each day, I am that I am. We place the I am in charge of our life. And then we'll be told what to do, where to go. Everything will be given to us. Now, of course... If we are of little faith, we won't trust that. If we don't have trust, we won't experience faith. If we don't have trust in God, then we're going to put our trust in something. It's going to be the ego. So remember, you really have two ways to line up your day, trusting in God or trusting in the ego. So most of us have invested a lot of days in the ego, trusting in the ego. We know how that's going to go. If you'd like to have a different experience and you'd like to maximize your healing, put your trust in God. And when the temptation comes to put your trust back in the ego, say, I've been there, I've done that, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm interested in having a new experience. So it's all about, you know, Course in Miracles reminds us, how can you expect to have the healing that you would like to have when you're not willing to choose the means to get it? 
So in order to have a new experience, we have to choose the means to get it. So it will be told what our role will be this day and every day. And we can learn to trust. I didn't know how to trust. I had to learn. So you can learn too. It says, those who share this role with you will find you. And that we can learn the lessons for the day together. And not one, not one person that we need for our learning will be absent. Not one is sent without a learning goal already set. No one will be sent to you. No waiter, no waitress, no person standing next to you at the bus stop or on the subway train or driving in the car next to you. Not one will not be part of the perfect program for your learning. So this is why we learn to give thanks for everything and everyone because it is so minutely, perfectly designed for our healing. Not one is absent whom he needs. Not one is sent without a learning goal already set. And one which can be learned that very day. These promises are so spectacular. We will not be given a lesson that we cannot learn that very day if we are but willing. For the advanced teacher of God, then this question of how should you spend your day is superfluous. It has been asked and answered, and he keeps in constant contact with the answer. So let us keep in constant contact with the answer, the answer to our prayers, the answer to our questions, the answer to our problem. Our little willingness is all that's required to get us on the path. Now, to really stay on the path and maximize your day, you're going to need to have considerable willingness. So let's let's activate that. So it says, he is set and sees the road in which he walks stretched surely and smoothly before him. Let that be us. But what about those who have not reached the certainty of the teacher of God? That might be you. They are not ready for such lack of structuring on their own part. So, phew, going to get some structure here. What must they do to learn to give the day to God? There are some general rules which do apply, although each one must use them as best he can in his own way. Routines as such are dangerous. Because they easily become gods in their own right, threatening the very goals for which they were set up. Broadly speaking, then, it can be said that it is well to start the day right. It is possible, always possible, to begin again, should the day begin with error. Yet there are obvious advantages in terms of saving time. So, let's look at this for a moment here. Routines as such are dangerous because they easily become gods in their own right, threatening the very goals for which they were set up. So I'm going to invite you to place your hand on your heart and tune within here and see if you can think of any of the routines that you have in your day, particularly any that if you don't get to experience that routine, You feel bothered. You feel upset. What are the routines that if you don't get to have it your way, you feel bothered or upset? Right there, you can see you've made that routine a false idol, a false god, or you wouldn't be upset if it gets disturbed. This is something I know a great deal about. I used to be extremely attached to my routines if I didn't get my morning started the way I wanted with spiritual practice or my favorite cup of tea or cup of coffee or some quiet time or whatever it is I would get very irritated and frustrated I know people that if they don't sleep well their whole day is ruined I used to do that I used to go to bed at night worried I wouldn't get enough sleep and then the next day wouldn't go well. And it was all projection. I've learned that all of that worry 
all of that thinking is completely meaningless and it just creates more stress, more upset, more pain and suffering. So let's open our hearts and minds to those routines and let's give them to God for healing right now. I'm Jennifer Hadley and you're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio where we're living the love, we're walking the talk, and I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application as we return to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. So we're back. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and our topic this day is maximizing your time with A Course in Miracles. And uh, we were talking about routines, it says. We're in the Manual for Teachers, Chapter 16, Paragraph 2. Routines as such are dangerous because they easily become gods in their own right, threatening the very goals for which they were set up. So we were looking at, do you feel bothered if your routines are interrupted? If so, then you know that that routine has become a false idol. And one of the things that you can do to help disidentify with the ego and re-identify with your own true self, the I am presence, the higher Holy Spirit self, is to shift your routines and see how you feel. Keep partnering up as you go throughout the day with the higher Holy Spirit self. So you're looking to really begin to discern, to hear, to recognize divine guidance and not go it alone. Don't go it alone. No, there's no extra points for going it alone. But the ego always wants to go it alone because the ego always wants to further make you feel separate. You see, but spirit will always be saying, partner up. Do it with friends. Do it with loved ones. Don't go it alone. So in the next paragraph three, it says, at the beginning of this practice and your day, it is wise to think in terms of time. So this is by no means the ultimate criterion, but at the outset, it's probably the simplest to observe. The saving of time is an essential early emphasis, which, although it remains important throughout the learning process, becomes less and less emphasized. At the outset, we can safely say that time devoted to starting the day right does indeed save time. How much time should be so spent? This must depend on the teacher of God himself. And then it tells us that you can't claim the title of teacher of God until you've gone through the workbook, since we are learning within the framework of our course. After completion of the more structured structured practice periods, which the workbook contains, individual need becomes the chief consideration. So how you start your day, the amount of time that you invest in your practice, it's going to be individual. But you can train yourself to ask questions of the higher self, hear the answer, and you learn to develop faith and trust by practice, right? It's 99% practice, 1% study. So it says in paragraph four, this course is always practical. It may be that the teacher of God is not in a situation that fosters quiet thought as he awakes. If you've got children, family, dogs, all that around you, or you're living maybe in in a space where there's just no quiet. Some people live in a space where they're sleeping on somebody's sofa or things like that. Don't let the circumstances not being what you think is the ideal become the problem to get in your way. It is not the problem. It's a challenge to help you rise to the challenge to strengthen your mind that you cannot be thwarted. And it says here, 
if if the situation does not foster quiet as you awake, let him but remember that he chooses to spend time with God as soon as possible and let him do so. Duration is not the major concern, okay? One can easily sit still an hour with closed eyes and accomplish nothing. One can as easily give God only an instant and in that instant join with him completely. Perhaps the one generalization that can be made is this. As soon as possible after waking, take your quiet time, continuing a minute or two after you begin to find it difficult. You may find that the difficulty will diminish and drop away. If not, that is the time to stop. Such clear instruction. Such clear instruction. Okay? So, the same procedure should be followed at night. Perhaps your quiet time should be fairly early in the evening if it's not feasible for you to take it just before going to sleep. It's not wise to lie down for it. It's better to sit up in whatever position you prefer. Having gone through the workbook, you must have come to some conclusions in this respect. If possible, however, just before going to sleep is a desirable time to devote to God. It sets your mind into a pattern of rest and orients you away from fear. If obedient to spend time earlier, at least be sure that you do not forget a brief period. Not more than a moment will do in which you close your eyes and think of God. Not more than a moment will do. Think of how many times you have believed the ego's thought system that says you don't have time for an effective spiritual practice. Not true, not true, not true, not true. Taint so. Let us not believe it. (laughs) There is one thought in particular that should be remembered throughout the day. It is a thought of pure joy, a thought of peace, a thought of limitless release. Limitless because all things are freed within it. You think you made a place of safety for yourself. You think you made a power that can save you from all the fearful things you see in dreams. It is not so. Your safety lies not there. What you give up is merely the illusion of protecting illusions. That's what we're going to do. We're giving up the illusion of protecting the illusions. And it is this you fear and only this. How foolish to be afraid of nothing. Nothing at all. Your defenses will not work. But you're not in danger. You've no need of them. Recognize this and they will disappear. And only then will you accept your real protection. So, you know, I I, I think that one of the greatest gifts that we can give ourselves is to take these very simple things, like in this lesson, look for the routines that you've made into false idols. Take even a heartfelt moment in the morning and a heartfelt moment in the evening. Whatever you do, don't let the ego talk you into no connection with God. Whatever you do, if all you've got is a moment, that moment is plenty because time is an illusion. And it's not about how much time. You could sit for an hour and accomplish nothing. How many people do that? There's a another place in the course where it says that people have, have invested whole lifetimes and years in meditation and accomplished very little. They're great meditators, but they've accomplished very little. Because the whole focus for us as Course in Miracles students in maximizing our time and energy is to dissolve the ego attachments. Meditation helps with that. But what really helps is focusing throughout the day on a living spiritual practice of love. And that's what I focus on in the Living A Course in Miracles classes, in my year-long Masterful Living class, in my seven-week Finding 
freedom boot camp class and all those classes that's what i focus on the practical daily practice of a spiritual practice awakening and eliminating all the problems of the world that you think are so real and it works it works if you work it the practical application see and that's what i love about a course of miracles so much is it is such a practical thing so it's not saying that we have to uh, go live apart from our loved ones or go into retreat or become a recluse it says a little bit just do a little bit it's doing a lot so no matter where we are we can work into it it's not about studying the lessons. It is about having that conscious connection and communion of the heart where we open our heart to God and we say, the thoughts of lack and attack, I'm not interested in them anymore. I'm only interested in the thoughts I think with you. And then throughout the day, offering up the thoughts of lack and attack as they come into our awareness. As it says here in this section, every single day, the lessons will change. Every single day, we are going to be given everything that we need to have the deepest possible practice that we can allow. Remember, if you look at your challenges as a burden, if you look at your challenges as being wrong or bad, that they should be different, then you are literally rejecting your learning. You're rejecting the opportunity to heal your mind. Not one person that you need for your learning is going to be absent. It says that right here. Not one is sent without a learning goal already set and one that can be learned that very day. What an amazing promise to us. You see, and this is the thing is, A Course in Miracles has just one beautiful, spectacular, reassuring promise after another. And yet so many people read and study this book for year after year after year and somehow never see those promises because they don't have the willingness to place their trust in the Holy Spirit, in the higher self, in the I am that I am. So let us give up merely the illusion of protecting illusions. Yes. And let us make the most effective use of our time. So one of the things that I can tell you in my personal experience is I have had for many years, I've walked a journey with my brother. I have one sibling. I have one younger brother. He's three and a half years younger than me. And I'm right now I'm 54. He's 51. And, uh, we have had challenges for a long time. And uh, it, it, it was very upsetting to both of us that we had all these challenges. And uh, when I was younger, I was very judgmental, constantly in thoughts of lack, attack, limitation, and separation. And I was constantly judging my brother always provoking him and he was doing the same thing so we were always cycling uh in our misery in our relationship for a long time i would say starting when maybe i was about 12 so 32 years as of today let's say and uh when I decided to really focus on deepening my spiritual practice, I made the commitment to take responsibility for every challenge in my life. I made the commitment to forgive and to take responsibility for every relationship in my life. I made the commitment to have a holy relationship in every relationship of my life. Now, all of that deepening practice and commitment 
didn't happen overnight. It was something that I came to uh, as I walked the path of learning and awakening, deepening and deepening and deepening my practice. So, and I used to think that uh, my brother didn't love me. Then he told me, I do love you, but I don't like you. And, uh, which I didn't find any comfort in. <laughs> and then, um, walking the path, keep doing my work and doing my work. Uh, I really, uh, I realized that the reason why I couldn't feel my brother's love was because I had not forgiven myself for treating him badly when I was younger. So I did that. I forgave myself. I released all the judgments I had held against myself for not being more loving to my brother. And my brother started to open up to me little by little, and our relationship started to improve and improve and improve. And I wouldn't say we have a great relationship now, but it's getting better all the time. Last year, I spent more time with my brother and his wife and four children than I've spent in a year in since I don't know when, since I guess my brother and sister-in-law were first married. Uh, because uh, my my brother lives in uh, near Manhattan in New Jersey, and I probably spent a total of maybe even two months with their family last year on multiple trips for one to two weeks at a time. And uh, that was huge, huge to spend that much time with them. We had one or two difficult conversations, but not much, my brother and I. Lots of healing going on. And I am the one that has taken sole responsibility for all that healing work. I stopped blaming him for any of the problems. And I really worked on forgiving myself. And we have had major healing to the point where, um, as you may know, I'm uh, out in a house. I rented a house in the country in England near Stonehenge for the summer. My brother last week was on business. He... um he is a director of videos, films for um, corporate videos. And he had a shoot in London for four days. And he came out here and visited me for two days out in the country. And that is the first time in our adult lives that we have spent that much time together, just the two of us. We've spent a few hours, maybe a half a day together, but we spent two full days together, just the two of us. And most of the time we were driving around and eating meals and doing, going on adventures. We weren't watching movies or television or plays or anything like that. We were totally engaged with each other almost the entire time, except from when we were sleeping. And we didn't have any arguments. We didn't have, we had some things that we didn't agree on, but there were no painful moments. There were no disturbances. And in fact, you know, my brother had a few judgments about a couple of things. I might have had a couple of judgments, but there was no disturbance. There was no attachment to the judgments. And... I had no desire for anything to unfold other than what did unfold. Now, it was a new moon over the weekend. And the Saturday night of the new moon, I was night here in England. I was up half the night praying to completely heal our past. And honest to God, I feel like it unwound. It totally unwound. This is how we save times, my friend. This is how we do it take full responsibility and we allow ourselves to be placed in the perfect situation, perfect setting for the healing to happen. Fortunately, I didn't get triggered all weekend long and I don't think my brother did either. It was really nice. We had a good time. He had fun and I know he had fun and I did too. It was very pleasant. It was almost like we were friends. It was very friendly and chill. How wonderful is that? That, my friend, is a miracle. 
you had any idea what a miracle that is for me and my brother, then you would know how powerful these teachings are and anything is possible if you're willing. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and one of the things I'd like to invite you to consider is my Finding Freedom 7-Week Spiritual Boot Camp class. Originally, that class was called Family Freedom because I had so much healing in my family, and I had to share how I did it. Now it's called Finding Freedom, my 7-Week Boot Camp class. Take a look at it at jenniferhadley.com. If it's right for you right now, you'll know it, and you can trust that. Follow your gut. Again, I'm Jennifer Hadley. The website is jenniferhadley.com. You're listening right now to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio, where we're living the love and we're walking the talk. And now we'll be right back. Did you know that the Buddha gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life? Did you know that Jesus gave us the formula to create a beautiful, abundant life? Did you know that both these masters taught exactly the same thing? And guess what? They did not teach the law of attraction. They taught the great paradox of prosperity. You can have anything you want. Why, you can have things you don't even know you want, but not by wanting them. Instead, put your attention on the vibrant presence of the divine within. Do that and your life will change. It has to. That is the natural order. Want to crack the code on the great paradox? Get Janet Connors' The Lotus and the Lily. Available everywhere great books are sold. Just like life, grief is a journey, not a destination. Whether it is loss of life, relationship, security, or simply the process of change, have you given yourself permission to begin your journey of grief? Have you yielded to the gift of grace? Join Rev. Chaz Wesley every Thursday at 5 p.m. Central on a virtual navigation from grief to grace and explore new horizons of empowerment, significance, and support only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day in every way. Now, back to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. Thanks for joining me today. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and we're talking about maximizing our time by living a course in miracles. And I was sharing how I've had so much healing in my relationship with my brother, and definitely in all the relationships in my family, extraordinary and miraculous healing. And truly, it's all happened because of my willingness to practice and live these teachings moment by moment and day by day. It has come through a willingness to develop a deep trust in God and not to put my trust in the ego, not to go it alone. Don't go it alone. It's not necessary. That is what the ego will tell you. It, 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 to me, this is one of the keys here in paragraph Seven of this section in the Manual for Teachers, How Should the Teacher of God Spend His Day? It says, How simply and how easily does time slip by for the teacher of God who has accepted his protection? 
All that he did before in the name of safety no longer interests him, for he is safe and knows it to be so. So if you think of the things that you do in your day that are for your protection, know this, when you're doing things for your protection, you are assuming that it's not going to be safe. If you're assuming that it's not going to be safe, what will your experience be? Won't your experience then have to include the experience of your beliefs projected onto the screen of your life? Of course. It's done unto you as you believe. If you believe that it won't go well or it might not go well unless you are in charge of doing something, then you're making an error. Correct that error and put the Holy Spirit in charge of your day. Put the I am presence in charge of your day. The I am presence is the Holy Spirit. It is your true identity. That wisdom of the Holy Spirit is your own awareness, unfettered and uncluttered with the ego attachments. So you are safe. You have a guide who will not fail. That's what it says here. You need make no distinctions among the problems you perceive for the Holy Spirit to whom you turn with all your problems recognizes no order of difficulty in resolving them. Okay, so let the Holy Spirit be in charge. And then you will feel safe. Power and strength come from giving up the illusion that you can hold on to the illusion. It says here in paragraph 8, There will be temptations along the way. The teacher of God is yet to travel. And he has need of reminding himself throughout the day of his protection. So we're going to have to remind ourselves throughout the day, I have protection from the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to put the Holy Spirit in charge and enjoy the benefits of that protection. You know what your protection is? Aligning with divine will. When you're trying to work the little will, you will feel unsafe. You feel unsafe because the little will, the selfish self, is always going to feel separate and unsafe. So let's disconnect from that identification and identify with the higher self. And it says here, how can he do this? Particularly during the time when his mind is occupied with external things. So how do you feel safe? How do you remember to claim your protection by aligning with divine will when you're distracted and occupied with external things? And it says, your success depends on your conviction that you will succeed. Yes, your success depends on your conviction that you will succeed. That's faith. So your success depends on your faith. Does that not tell us that developing faith is the most important thing for us? Yes. So that's how we save the most time. We place our trust in God, which is something that we have to do actively throughout the course of our day. Trust is something we do in the confines of, the illusory confines of time and space in order to access our eternal faith in our true identity. So that's how you develop an everlasting faith. A strong faith is you practice trust moment by moment. So every opportunity is going to offer, every moment is going to offer you an opportunity to trust and place your faith not in the ego but in the one that can actually help you. It's simple. It's not easy, but it's very doable. And I can tell you that is so. You know, I mentioned my Finding Freedom class, which was originally my family freedom, because I experienced so much liberation in my family. 
I had to share it in a class, and it became my seven-week Finding Freedom Boot Camp class. I've offered it for a number of years now. I've just just reworking it now, just rebooting it at the boot camp right now. It's better than ever. If it's right for you, you'll know it. I have all kinds of payment plans. We don't turn anyone away. We'll figure out a payment plan for you. The other opportunity is in just a a little over a month, Gary Renard, myself, Maria Felipe, Patricia Black, four beautiful Course of Miracles teachers gathered for a week-long retreat with you on the Greek island of Andros. All those details for Finding Freedom and the Greek Retreat, the Living A Course of Miracles Greek Retreat this September. All the details are at jenniferhadley.com. The retreat is definitely filling up. We're definitely going to sell out. So please, please get in there if you'd like. I am just bought my plane ticket just, just now. So now is the perfect time. I waited till the prices are... The best, and uh, I invite you to go and get your plane ticket, and you can also get last-minute deals. We've got a great week planned for you. So I invite you to join us on the island of Greece for a restorative, deep, nourishing, healing retreat. That's what I offer. I offer retreats where we go really deep and do the deep work, and then we play, we have fun, we release the joy, and it's so nourishing. I can't wait. So I invite you now to place your hand on your heart and let us decide to give the heavy lifting to the Holy Spirit. Let us decide to place our trust and faith in God and not in our own opinions and judgments. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit itself to remember that our true identity is perfect love and we are grateful and thankful to accept and to allow our healing. We're grateful and thankful to share the benefits with everyone. We let it be so that we know it is done. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Have a great rest of your week. I love you. Mwah.